Incredibly annoying characters in a wildly obnoxious film. It's Bratz the Movie, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, endearment is the name of the game. I'm Steven. I'm ready to get this over with. Me too. Uh, I never thought a hour and 40 minutes could last so long. The, the the constant reviewing of where, like the timeline on the screen of how much longer until it was over. I can't tell you how many times I would look up for my phone and I would just look to see where is this movie at. Yeah. Um, there are so many reasons as to why we say that. You probably all saw we we're doing Bratz the movie mm-hmm. today, which is easily the worst yeah. movie we've done on here. We were going to do something with guests, but something came up for us. So mm-hmm. that episode we pushed off until hopefully probably the beginning of next month. Yes, and that's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so we just swapped the two positions here. Yep. Uh, last week, if you heard, we just did an elongated version of our VR segment, What's on mm-hmm. the VHS, with some good movies, some stuff yeah. that we do like that yeah. won't ever find its way on here. Before we get into that, Matt, why don't you just let everyone know our socials? Yeah, so on social media, we are on Instagram, at SucktasticPod. Mm-hmm. And then you can also find us on Twitter, at SucktasticCin, that's C-I-N for cinema. And as we've established established excuse me hello uh previously the listeners are our sinners hello sinners yes welcome if this is your first time welcome sinner mm-hmm. we will welcome you with open arms exactly with that being said it's movie time and now for our feature presentation brats the movie mm. and you know it's funny here I posted about Instagram about yeah. how this was a trying task, yep. like in my stories, yeah. and we're going to get into just how terrible this movie is. <sighs> but guess what? We are the ones facing the punishment. This is true. It was released August 3rd, 1991, which is our 16th birthday. Oh, so, oops. <laughs> August 3rd, 2007, oh. which was our 16th birthday. Oh, how did we not know? <laughs> how did we not go see this? So, of course it was, with as much as <laughs> we hated it. Of course it was released on our 16th birthday. A monumental Sweet time. 16. Exactly. Uh, directed by Sean McNamara, who directed Three Ninjas Hiding yeah. in Mega Mountain. This is, this is his second time in three weeks. Mm-hmm. So He's quickly becoming the next inductee. Not looking good for Sean McNamara. <laughs> Starring uh, Natalia Ramos as Yasmin, Logan Browning as Sasha, Janelle Parrish as Jade, Skylar Shea as Chloe, Chelsea Kane as Meredith, Ian Nelson as Dylan, Stephen Ford as Cameron. Yes, Def Dylan, Def Dylan. Yeah, Dylan Def. Shaggy to Def, (laughs) as I called him. Because I I call him Shaghead and then Dylan (laughs) and then he's Def. Def. Yeah. Um, So I have him in here a couple times with that. All for all you ICP and St. Cloud Fosse fans out so there. So juggalos. So juggalos. Don't juggalos be, and juggalettes. We don't have time for juffalos on this show. Of course not. We are juffalos. There's too many just, damn... There's just too, so much of hocus pocus. There's too many damn people to yeah. keep track of. Anyway, yeah. uh, Ian Nelson is Dylan, Def Dylan. Uh, Stephen Ford is Cameron. Annalise Vanderpool as Avery. Melise as Quinn. And John Voigt as Principal Dimley with Lanny Kazan as Bubby. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. A box office of twenty six million on a twenty million dollar budget. I was angry when I saw this made a profit. <laughs> Damn, it's it it is due 
entirely in part to little girls and mm-hmm. brats dolls. Yeah, and also Lionsgate is was a, is true. A, it's a fairly yeah you know well known studio yeah. and you know so marketing and everything. Um, and I can't imagine these actors and actresses cost very much to hire. No, um, I do have um, some some uh, uh, information when we get finished uh, about who they had considered for uh uh john voight's character Mm, yeah that's one thing i forgot to look up trivia a lot of the names i'm like there's no way (laughs) that they would have gotten any of these people yeah it's it's nice to consider someone of course you think about them Mm -hmm. you want them for but we'll get we'll get to it yeah uh so 2007 we are at the end of the VHS era. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are no more movies released on VHS. A little bit of trivia. History of violence with Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen <laughs> is the last movie that's credited as being released on VHS, at least in America. And I think mm-hmm. Cars um, was the last one for Disney. Like a car, like History of Cars? Ken Burns' Cars? You know what I mean. <laughs> talking cars. Um, so VHS opening is not going to be for the Bratz movie. It's going to be for uh, a Bratz um, animated movie mm-hmm. called Starin' and Stylin' <laughs> from 2004. Uh, the Br- For those of you who don't know, Bratz dolls came about in 2001, and it's yeah. these big-eyed, big-lipped, like, toxic it, uh, uh, examples of yeah. uh, fashionable women yeah. that little girls are supposed Fashion to look like up teenagers. to. teenagers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all very, very toxic. And we'll get into more of that, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first thing is a Bratz doll advertisement about uh, prom night Bratz. Mm. Um, Garfield the movie on VHS. Uh, uh, Bill Murray's greatest film. Yes. <laughs> Ice Age on video. Uh, and a movie called Catch That Kid with a young oh, Kristen yeah. Stewart and Corbin Blue of High School Musical yes. fame. I remember seeing this VHS cover at video stores mm-hmm. and elsewhere. Yes. So before we get into the movie, what's your little tidbit on who was supposed to play John Voight? Oh, okay. His character. Uh, so... John Voight's character, and I was probably going to do it at the end as the listener gets more of an idea oh, of, okay, the, yeah. of the principle. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. do it at the end. So, yeah. like we normally do here, the movie opens up with a shot. You looming. can tell we're not excited about this. No, I, this movie is ex- mentally exhausting. <laughs> um, the movie opens up with a shot looming over a quaint neighborhood. Cut to a ringing alarm clock as a jangling pop song starts playing. Jangling, jangler. Jangling, jangler. Jangle pop. <laughs> yes. Scroll through four separate shots of teenage girls happily getting out of bed. They all instantly run to the computers and open up their video chats. They do this every morning? It does this every morning. They happily greet one another and start going through their closets and yammer on about clothes and what they're going to wear. Yeah, it's the first day of high school. Which exactly. Who the, fu- who, who the heck is excited about the first day of high school? Exactly. Honestly. Yeah. I don't care enough to differentiate which character is doing what. However, yeah. their names are Yasmin, Sasha, Chloe, and Jade. For those of you yes. who played with these dolls, you know this, but I am a boy and I did not play <laughs> I with them. I did not play with these dolls. Um, the girl who played Chloe is John Voight's goddaughter. Really? Yeah. So That's she, why she's in all those Baby she, Geniuses yeah, movies. She's pretty much any movie, like pretty much every movie credit she has, John Voight's in the movie. Is her dad Sean McNamara? No. Okay. I don't know who her dad is. John Voight, neither does she. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John Voight is in a lot of Sean McNamara stuff. Yes. Um, she so, was in Boys Will Be Boys. Oh, really? Yeah. 
that actually is a pretty fun bad movie that is very self-aware. Yes. We have a lot to say, yes. though, so we're not talking about that. Yes. But yes, the, uh, Yasmin, Sasha, Chloe, and Jade. Sasha is black. Jade is Asian. Yasmin is Latina. And Chloe is some sort of white hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to pin her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one of each. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, she is all of them. Yes. Sasha is a child of divorce. Chloe is supposed to be poor. Yasmin lives with her grandma. And Jade's parents are uptight. So they they oh, show yeah, all yeah, of yeah. this right in the in the at the top of the movie. Yeah, they all somehow are able to hear each other through their computers, although they are deep in their giant closets. They blather to each other about clothes and fashion. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of this sequence, they talk about meeting up in forty minutes and give their salutations in different languages. I just I don't. It's so funny, and I have a few notes about movies. Like, there's plenty of movies where high school is portrayed, like, this idealized version of yeah. high school and how it's this, such this big deal. Yeah. But it's still, every time I see it, it baffles me about how much of a big deal they try and make high school. This is one of the worst offenders oh, that plays absolutely. on that trope. And especially, like, first day of school, freshman mm-hmm. year, you these people are excited about that. Yeah. I don't get it. It's like when Max Keeble was excited yeah. about going to middle school. Exactly. Listen to that in our Max Keeble's Big exactly. Move episode. So we follow Yasmin as she interrupts her pompous metrosexual younger brother's grooming routine. Yeah, this this kid's the worst. Yeah. No redeeming qualities. And at the end, when they try to make him redeemable, you just can't. Yep. And I also forgot about it because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest that I watched the movie all the way through <laughs> like this first time. Yeah. And then uh, right before the very end, like the main performance, I turned it off because I was like, I'll just summarize off the top of my head. <laughs> so I completely forgot whatever redeeming quality I you got, had. I got um, uh, embarrassment goosebumps during the final oh, performance. Oh, I did too. That's one of the reasons I didn't watch it a yeah. second time all the way through. <laughs> oh, you mean in the second time you didn't watch the yeah. final performance? Oh, yeah. The, okay. second t- the, the first time I had to. Yeah. <laughs> I, made, I made myself. You all sinners made me do this. Yes. You made us do this. So the two brother and sister chase each other into the kitchen, but are stopped by their grandma they call Bubby, which I think is a Jewish term for a grandma. Yeah. Which makes sense because it's played by a Jewish actress. Yeah, and this woman, she's the mom from mm, My Big, big Fat my Greek big, Wedding. Big Trouble in Little Greek Wedding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's also the nosy neighbor in Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah. But anyway, she makes no effort to have a, mm-hmm. a, 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 a Latin accent. Yeah. And uh, there's a mariachi band in their kitchen. Yeah, I was just about to say, anywho, Yasmin and Bubs. In case you didn't know, yeah. they're Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> walk through the kitchen as a random mariachi band sits and eats bagels. <laughs> Bubby gives Yasmin guess, are a bag. Before they go to work? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Bubby gives Yasmin a bag of something, and Yasmin pulls chocolate from Bubby's ears. <laughs> Smell you later, Grandma. Ah! <laughs> Where did you get How that? How does get in there? <laughs> yeah, I I don't chocolate. Yeah, I don't think Sean McNamara knows how to write uh, different anything. races or anything. Mm-hmm. Or he didn't write this, but yeah. I don't think movies like this know how to deal with different races other than culturally appropriating them. Yeah. Um. So or next stereotypes. Yeah. Next, Sasha's dad is having trouble using a toaster. Kadeem Hardison. This must be a different world. (laughs) Exactly. Kadeem Hardison from a different world. Yes. They discuss mom's time with her, and then mom shows up to take Sasha to school, and it showcased that the parents have trouble communicating Mm -hmm. that Sasha is their mediator. She's like, can't you two talk to each other? I'm the kid. Yeah, she's so flippant about her parents' divorce. It shows that she doesn't understand how damaging divorce can be, especially two people who divorced who I'm sure have... A lot of differences with one another. Oh, yeah. And, and at one point, 
Because she gets like gift certificates from them yeah. to appease her, and she calls them guilt certificates. Yeah, she's and she talks about how hey, there are benefits to having divorced parents. I was like, yeah. this is very toxic. Yes, but we're we're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of um, repeated phrases on mm-hmm. here. Um, toxic. toxic. Toxic is actually I don't have toxic a lot on mm-hmm. here, but there's gonna be a lot of repeated yeah. sentiments. At hike school, Jade gets out of her parents' car, and before walking up to the building, her stereotypical Asian-American... Yeah, her mom is very Asian. Yeah, her stereotypical Asian-American mom jumps out of the car and pesters her about academics. Again, a stereotype, yeah. so they don't know how to write anything without right. leaning into a stereotype. We then see the villain of the movie, the clean-cut Meredith and her cronies, setting up a table in front of the building. Yeah. Determining everyone's identities, all the freshmen. Like, this is who you're going to be for four years. Here's the table you sit at. Meredith is established as Queen B, B for bitch. Sorry, I strive to never use that word in reference to a woman. I really don't. But, right. Um, and it's a teenage girl, so I'm not yeah. gonna say. But she's she. They give off very bitchy qualities. Yes. To she's her. She's definitely the protagonist or the antagonist in this. All movie. of her self-absorption is so on the nose that it's obnoxious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this whole movie's obnoxious. Yeah. Spoiled rich girl yeah. sort of thing. Um. Anyway, the bad group is set is the bad group is set on maintaining order at the school by keeping everyone separated into cliques. They have fr- and in case you don't ever pick up on that, that's yeah. all they talk about in this oh, movie. Yeah. That's that's the dynamic that's of everyone the at the high school. Yeah. yeah, that's the movie. Yeah, they have freshmen lined up and are telling them what lunch cliques to go to. Yeah. Meanwhile, three of the main girls have met up in front, and Chloe runs into a bike rack because she is klutzy. They get in a huddle and talk each other and talk to each other about how they're hotshot freshmen and they're going to rule the school. As they walk off, Jade calls them back, and the three return to shield her as she changes out of her drab conservative threads and into her mid two thousand chic getup. Mm-hmm. Those are fashion terms, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Why are you? I don't. Why are you asking I, me? Maybe just. Uh, well, the answer is yes. Rhetor- just I know in passing. Rhetorical. I have good ears, and I read People magazine as a little boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, while this is going on, Sasha says she'll she'll own cheerleading. Chloe is going to be yeah, a top I, soccer star, and they try to convince Yasmin to join Chorus, but she says she couldn't possibly do that because of an incident that happened in kindergarten. Yeah. Get over it, yeah. Where she barfed all over the place. While singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yeah, serious. Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> of, of all the things to get nervous about. Yeah. Uh, whilst on the ground changing, Jade says she's going to kill it in Science Club. We get a record scratch as the girls look down at Jade. Sasha says... Moink. <laughs> Sasha says you can go off and be a nerd, but don't lose that passion for fashion. There's a lot of record scratching in this in this uh, movie. Yeah, there is, and um, not like er, not like, like huh? that. Yeah, uh, she says, "Don't worry." She is also taking home economics. She then pops up. Whoa. So, sorry, I had the quote of uh, sitting next to one of my home economics class from <laughs> Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump, and I was contemplating whether or not to say it. So, like as I was saying this. It's self Chet Hanks is in this movie. Yeah, Tom Hanks' son. The so tr- there's the there's, troublesome Hanks' yeah, son. Yeah, so there's the Forrest yeah. Gump connection. Exactly. Uh, she then pops up looking sh- uh, chic, like I mentioned before. Looking like a chic. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> it's chic. It's yeah. chic, chic. Exactly. <laughs> 
Back to Meredith and her brood. She continues to send freshmen to cliques, and her dad, the principal, praises her decision mm-hmm. to separate the school. That way, it's easier to control the population. Yes, she's clearly wearing a fake nose. Yeah, John Voight is supposed to be a clueless imbecile, so not really far off from the real John Voight. Yeah, with a security detail yeah. for some reason. Uh, and also, like you mentioned, for some reason, his character's wearing a big fake nose, which doesn't play into any jokes or anything. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. No one. no one's like... Here comes Principal Nose. Yeah. Looks like he knows what we're up to yeah, sort of thing. He could probably smell us from down the hall. Yeah, exactly. Uh, stuff like that. I wonder he's got I wonder kind of slack tights are in yeah. those caves. Yeah, like like the food fight later. One of them could have been leaning over to the other one and been like, probably could have smelled us from all the way up there. Yeah, you know, exactly. Something like that. Um Meredith tells him not to spot, not to put a spotlight on the fact that they're related, a fact that I'm sure everyone in the school already knows, <laughs> yeah. and to let her get back to her business. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. The four main teens walk past everyone. It's so annoying how, yeah. how up how up their ass yeah. that this movie is. I, I, I'm going to be crass here for a second. This movie likes to suck its own dick. Yes. Like, and there's so many instances. Sorry for those of you. Listen, I know we, we have potty mouths. I know. Yeah. I, I, but I know some words more sensitive to other people. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize yeah. for that. Uh, it'll be the only time yes. I say it. But, but it's I just true. Wanted, it's true. The whole, like, there's a brief time to mm-hmm. where it's like there's there's a moment to where it, there's almost like a switch flips and it becomes so annoyingly grating yeah. about how great these girls yeah. are and there's gonna be several instances here yeah. uh but continuing on turning heads getting people whispering about who these girls are the they walk past meredith's table and this burns her she is pissed they didn't stop to get put in a click and she is now dead set on splitting the group apart she doesn't know anything about them yet they pose a threat to her popularity so she wants to ruin their friendship it's called character motivation people and to me this is a solid one yes is meredith a freshman she, I think, she's a sophomore. Okay. Well, actually, because then at the end, every everyone, because there's a, in you know, you'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have qualms with the whole time jump. Yeah. And how how characters play into that, and how yeah. no one graduates and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, like we had mentioned, it's, there's a sensational movie trope that this really leans into. This is one of its worst offenders of mm-hmm. like making such a big deal. Exactly. Of what high school is. As a former high schooler yeah. myself, and maybe this is just on like on the West Coast, or maybe it is yeah. just in movies. High school is nowhere near yeah. like it's, this. It's not this identity defining, mm-hmm. life changing experience. It's it's school. It's yeah. just school. Yeah. And it and there's this it's this popular um story element for mm. sure yeah yeah yeah. but it's not like posing it's uh, some of it was based R- fast times at ridgemont high yeah. is based off of actual high school experiences yeah from Cameron crow who poses who a high schooler undercover as undercover. a high schooler yeah um but sometimes the sensational stuff it's like i think it's just sensationalized for a movie this is never yeah. to believe be believed or uh to be interpreted or perpetuated this is yeah. how high school really oh, is. yeah it's that teamed with people older people telling you that it's the best four years of your life and it's really not Mm -hmm. so jade walks in now they're in school and we're going to see the the uh, the various groups they get into so jade walks into a science class and a thin nerd asks if she's in the right place chet chet hanks whose name is dexter but i keep calling him nerd boy dork dexter the dork because i didn't remember his name these are easy to remember because you could attribute things about them to their name yeah def dylan dylan Dorky, Dexter the dork. Dexter the dork. Um, Jade walks in the science class, and Dexter asks if she's in the right place. She says she is, and to prove it, she 
rattles off some science terms and pours stuff into a beaker and then a fireworks display yeah. goes off in people's faces and the geeks are impressed. <laughs> Sasha is Get at, out. <laughs> Sasha is at cheerleading tryouts. After yeah. a routine, the cheer captain says if anyone can top that and Sasha is needlessly arrogant and rude yeah, to someone who makes the decision to have her on the team. Here's the thing. I my note said cheerleading class because this is in the middle of the this is like in the morning at school they have tryouts during the day yeah i have a note about that here um and since these girls are perfect at everything sasha kills a routine and impresses the cheer geeks next chloe owns on the soccer field cameron meredith's boyfriend is drooling over chloe's soccer skills this angers Meredith. Chloe's yeah. skills impress the soccer geeks. Yeah, it, and I'm going to go back to the cheerleading mm-hmm. um, because if the head cheerleader just got showed up by a freshman on the first day of school, I highly doubt there would be a showing of mutual respect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the fact that they're good at everything really got on my nerves. Yeah. Next, kind of the cringiest sequence. And the thing is, these were a lot of these sequences work out so perfectly that in so many other movies they would be dream sequences yeah and then what actually happens exactly. is, is shown yeah but no the these are all things that happen to the girls because they're so perfect perfect yeah so the cringiest one for me is jade is in home mech and she makes a a dress and the teacher oh, walks by art. and she yeah. says it's very red she's like it's for you and then the teacher How did she get her size well the teacher Changes clothes in the middle of the class period. Meekly walks back into the class like she's on like a blind date yeah. it with someone. Yeah. Uh, and the class is gawking and impressed on how much better their teacher looks. And Jade gets surrounded by cheering classmates to where I was like, what? Yeah. First of all, this type of change only plays in a movie where if the teacher was established as someone who is nerdy. Like Miss Geist but, yeah, and Clueless. Miss Geist yeah. and Clueless. Yeah. Uh, but you can tell could be a looker yeah. and is established as someone who like all the girls like, but she's like awkward. She has awkward exchanges with another yeah. teacher. Jade notices this and offers to get her gussied up later in the movie. Yeah. Then the teacher and her new look go on a date with the other awkward teacher and her new look drops the other uh, the other teacher's jaw, yeah. but they're both still awkward with one another, but it's cute, blah, blah, blah. Clueless. And then we assume the two teachers bump uglies later at the end yes. of the night. But this is a family movie, so we obviously yeah. won't see that. However... This doesn't happen. Yeah. It's some teacher. We have no clue who she is. And when she comes back in her new dress and takes off her glasses all shy-like, what is she trying to accomplish? Exactly. She's surrounded by underage students. Yeah. Who is this? Who is this? Whose benefit is this for? Uh, it's to make Jade look good. Exactly. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like, and I also made a note, I, as a high, as a former high schooler, yeah. when I was in high school, I wouldn't give two shits if my teacher had a makeover. Exactly. And I sure as shit wouldn't applaud for it or even care if I, if a student gave it to her or oh, yeah. him. It's, I'm not in, who fucking cares? Yeah. Next, Yasmin is nervously standing outside the yeah. music room, contemplating whether or not to join chorus. A shaggy haired teenage boy, Dylan, yeah. runs into her on accident and she gives him attitude by telling him to watch where he's going he and asking him if he's blind. Yeah. Yeah, these girls are rude too. Yeah, the shaghead, shaghead, Dylan. <laughs> also, these are notes I took yesterday before I remembered Shaggy everyone's names. Deaths. <laughs> yeah. um, Dylan looks at her like a deer in the headlights, and we get a POV shot of him seeing her mouth move but hearing nothing. He says he isn't blind, but he has the other one, deafness. <laughs> he has the other one, and she's like, "You don't sound deaf," and he doesn't sound the, deaf. What well, she said, you don't. She said instead of apologizing for her yeah. tactlessness, Bethany looked. Who's Bethany? <laughs> 
So, Bethany. Yes, man. I thought this. Here's the thing. There's so many freaking characters. Bethany, there I, really is. I put popular girl this, deaf kid that, Asian girl this, um, and then I was like, maybe I should put their names, but I didn't know yeah. their names because yeah. I didn't. I forgot because yeah. right out of the gate, this movie's exhausting. Yeah. So Yasmin, <laughs> because and then I, I on Amazon Prime, which is this on HBO Max? Yes, but I couldn't remember what the login was. I, okay. And I so I bought it yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, we paid $4 for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's also on Netflix, which I saw after the fact. What? Um, which they put it on right at the end of June, which so many things you take off, and then you put this on. Yippee. Um, so I wasted money, so I was already uh, downtrodden about <laughs> that. Uh, but I pulled it up on Amazon. Like, they have the cast in a certain yeah. scene. They have the cast pertaining to that scene. I didn't know this, yeah. or I didn't figure that. So I was like, oh, I guess the girl's name is Bethany. Her name is Yasmin. <laughs> Yasmin looks dumbfounded and says, what? As if she were the deaf one. <laughs> she also says it like she thought deaf people were only made up for movies and television. Yeah. And she says, you don't sound deaf, which being on, I'm he being doesn't. honest, he do, he's a terrible deaf guy. He's, it's deaf only when it's convenient he, for the plot. If ever you've talked to a deaf person because of their hearing impairment yeah they have a different speech pattern and, and, and they, they talk differently and it's it's apparent yeah and, and, yeah and it's apparent it's not apparent to like make like don't make fun i know yeah. it may sound like strange right out of the gate because it's not like you're not used to you're it. not used yeah. to it but when you do talk to a deaf person there's an apparent change in the way they talk sure um he doesn't sound like this at all he yeah he does one time where he says i'm deaf he yeah. says it like somebody who sounds deaf. Yeah. But every other time he doesn't, and he's not even convincing as a deaf person. There are things that happen in this movie, and we'll get to them because mm -hmm. I have some yeah. notes and about he, it. And even when somebody who's deaf, they are just automatically, they speak in sign language even when they're talking. He knows, exactly. He knows two he, he did knows, one sign. He, he knows two signs. Yeah. He did He did one sign where he said, I'm deaf, and then he did one sign when he sees Yasmin singing, and mm -hmm. he like does this. She's like, what's that mean? And he's like, it's good. It's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was, that was him uh, wiping the fog from his glasses. Yeah. That That's the sign, because he's so impressed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I have several notes yeah. to where I'm like, isn't he deaf? Like, yeah, there, there's there's several instances yeah. of that, which we will definitely bring up. Yes. Um, but she says, you don't sound deaf. <laughs> Further illustrating that if it isn't related to fashion, she is super ignorant and clueless to everything. What was his burn? Uh, to which Shaggy Boy completely shuts her down and says, she doesn't look ignorant, but I guess you can't judge a book, right? <laughs> Hopefully this is a learning moment, but it isn't. Oh! <laughs> anyway, soccer, cheerleading, tryouts, science club, and getting owned by deaf people are all before <laughs> lunch, apparently. That, that's her lunch That's her lunch crowd. Like, you didn't think he was deaf either? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sitting embarrassment for four years. Yeah. So the movie's underlying intent, the movie's kind of, the only adversity these girls face start to show itself when each girl's respective group calls for them to sit with them. Yeah. We then get a montage of each girl's schedules being different, never matching up, and taking every waking minute of their time. Yeah. To which this, like, the Meredith gets off on this. I have a hard time believing that the one thing each girl participates in would take up every single second of their week. Every waking moment. And this yeah. illustrates the problems with communication yeah. in this and movie, also, too. And also, absolutely nothing says they can't still hang out together mm -hmm. at school yeah they're you're not busy things have seasons yeah soccer has a season cheerleading has exactly a season. Listen, and i know 
I, so I will say this one bit of credit that it has. There is one brief moment where Jade in the midst of the montage, there are like seven montages in this movie, which is yeah. lazy storytelling. Yeah. Um, but Jade has one moment in this montage where their schedules are never meeting up and their, their friendship is severing to where she says, you guys never have time for anything, which I can get. I get being so absorbed in your group at that time yeah. to where you can start to kind of fall off with friends. Sure. And maybe also to our point here, mm-hmm. I've never wanted to ever have any friendship severed. Yeah. I think just time does that, but right. that's after like exhausting myself to keep it going, yeah, yeah. which thankfully I think has helped because we're still friends with people. We were friends with sure. in high school, elementary school and all that, and, which is great. But it is a typical thing where if you get so absorbed, yeah. especially in high school with a different group, yeah. the group you are in, you can start to get used to not hanging out with them, which I right. get. I get but that. still, communication. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if you guys were such friends, like friends till the end, like you can find time to communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then a title card comes up saying two, two years, years later. later. And Indica- this is where I have a lot of issues with continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this indicates a passage of time, of course. We see we get a similar shot the, to the beginning, like this four-way split screen mm-hmm. of each girl leaving their house. Yasmin pulls into the parking lot on the first day of junior year. Her younger brother complains she's going to mess up his stupid hair, and she says you can take the dirty bus if he doesn't like it. <laughs> Well, we further see how severed the girl's relationship is when we see all of them walking past each other in the parking lot. We see each girl with the groups they've been in the last two years while the student body meets in the gym for an assembly. Okay. Chloe is re- is recording the event for some reason and lands on Cameron. They exchange, <laughs> with her camera. They exchange, whoops, they exchange smirks, and then Meredith pops up and gives Cameron a smooch. Hmm. <laughs> This movie uh-huh. wears me out, I said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, as I've said before, um, the thing is, this movie seems a lot longer than it is, too, yeah. because of all the montages. And in a montage, you have a compilation of several scenes. Yeah. So instead of having maybe this is just an arbitrary number, yeah. 50 scenes in a movie, it seems like you have 100 scenes in a movie because of all the damn montages. Yeah. And it's mentally exhausting because it's not because of the pacing necessarily, it's mentally exhausting because. There's, there's dialogue that doesn't correlate with a time jump. Mm-hmm. And then you're spending so much time asking yourself questions like, who, why are, were there no, were, weren't those people upperclassmen when they were freshmen? Mm-hmm. And now that they've yeah. jumped years, why are they still, why is it still the same group of people in their groups? Like, right. is everyone freshmen? Like, what is, there's a lot that really doesn't. There's a, there's a lot of details. Yeah. And like, lapses and script yeah. writing that you can't for a movie based on a toy line yeah. that is vap as vapid as brats yeah i can understand like i can see where you can get lazy and go for a money grab oh yeah since we're but, so detail oriented there's so many details that don't make sense but it just wears you out or basic ways of writing a movie though yeah. and also i maintain that i think the writers think little girls are stupid yes because who is this who else is this movie for Exactly. Not us. No, not us. I'd say it's between that, you know, little kid, you know, eight, nine year old crowd to maybe like maybe 13 or 14, 15 year olds. Well, it's mindless. I mean, little girls aren't stupid, but they're not thinking this detailed. Yeah, exactly. But I I genuinely think the writers think little girls are stupid. Right. And they only care about fashion and looks. Yeah. But that's what the brats, dolls and yeah, you know, Empire is like yeah. showing them that it's all about looks. Yeah, and what's your flavor? Tell me what's your flavor. Exactly. Are that, those that brats? Brats? Those the flavor girls? Oh, 
right? Well, then I have no care about this movie anymore. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Uh, Principal John Voigt addresses the students and calls his daughter, student body president Meredith, up to the podium, which I guess we're abandoning the whole not being acknowledged as related in public thing. Yeah. A lot can happen in two years. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Meredith tells the school there's going to be a talent show, and the prize is, is a scholarship. Um, sorry, I, I watched I, the merchandise. Sorry, I, I dropped my phone for dramatic effect and complete exasperation because mm. the prize for a lame-ass high school talent show is a scholarship to the college of your choice. I forgot about that. Yeah. So... So, so you do a rousing cover of Pumps and a Bump, and they say, Lip-syncing. "Where would you like to go to college?" And so, I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> it's like has you're, you're it's orientation at Stanford. And you're like, yeah, I just I just had a great performance of Pumps and a Bump mm-hmm. at, at my school's talent show, and this was the prize. Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? That's a prize. Like, but it's it's the dumbest thing I think I one of. Definitely mm-hmm. in the last 10 years seen in a movie, but it's yeah. one of the dumbest things I've ever seen Just in a movie. make it a cash prize. Yeah, ex- exactly. Prize. And you can still give, because they help Chloe because she's poor, you can still give her cash. Mm-hmm. A scholarship to the college of your choice that doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up in the music room, we catch up with Dylan, who's... Name Dylan. is Dylan. This is where I established on my notes his name was Dylan. His, so I just repeated myself. His teacher walked in and yeah. was like, you son well, of a bitch. Was, yeah. Next to the music room, we see Dylan as he's in the music room. Oh, my <laughs> God. As I added on to notes. Uh, I made notes from yesterday and added on them today. Yes. I didn't realize I was being redundant. Later, we see Dylan in the music room playing the piano while wearing a letterman's jacket. It sounds fine, but then all of a sudden, he gets frustrated and starts slamming the keys. The music teacher walks in at the at this point and says, yeah. although Shaggy Boy is a cool jock, he still has the music in him. Shaggy Boy, which is Dylan, I, I have him as Shaggy, but Dylan says, what are you talking about? I'm deaf. And I don't <laughs> think that was supposed to be a retort to build drama. I think he genuinely didn't hear him. <laughs> yeah, th- there were several times where he would say something and Dylan would be like, what are you talking about? And I'd be like, no, really, I didn't hear yeah. what you said. So the f- he sa- <laughs> the music teacher said, I just thought you were some cool jock. Whenever the teachers talk like the students, mm-hmm. I just think that's that's just so cringy and it's mm-hmm. lame. Yeah. So the teacher, the teacher has a pulse on the student body, and he's like, "Ooh, he's a cool jock." It's like mm-hmm. you're a teacher. Be be an adult. Yeah. Um. And I'm just gonna say, I know it's possible for deaf people for deaf people to play sports. Yeah. But it just bugs me that. Music is his issue with being deaf, and not have, and he doesn't have an issue playing sports. And he plays football, right? right. Which like requires to, communication. Yeah, it, and I just got the image of him being the quarterback, <laughs> and uh, he said, and he's just standing there. I don't know. It's I got it. It's comical to me. Yeah. Who, well, who says he put or does he play football? They that's, didn't say he plays the football. Only, well, he's on the. He's at later in the movie. He's in the locker room of the football team. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Anyway, the teacher shows him you can use vibrations to feel music, which is something I feel like he would know if he's he's learning, if he's been learning the piano his whole life. It's not established how long Dylan has been deaf. Yeah, because was he born with it? Yeah. Yeah. Did he, did he, was he standing next to the fireworks display like Jade created? (laughs) He's like, I'm deaf. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Shaggy and his teacher, Dylan and his teacher also do dueling record scratches and the teacher puts headphones on uh, Shaggy on his neck. (laughs) Yeah. 
um, indicating that uh, he is a DJ now. I can feel it in my neck. Yeah, yeah, and then later it's like we don't get any we don't get any more footage of him working on mm-hmm. on scratching. But at the end, he's like really good at scratching. Yeah. Well, he can. Well, they, it's okay for what they do. Yeah. While walking the school grounds, Meredith and her bootlickers are talking about the talent show. A guy juggling asks if he can be in the talent show. Meredith scoffs and says that juggling isn't a talent. Bull effing shit it isn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You try juggling. Try juggling two balls. Yeah, okay, Meredith, here you go. You do it then. Yeah. After snubbing the juggler, Meredith sees Cameron talking to Chloe. We see the two introducing themselves, which doesn't make sense. How in two years in such a social atmosphere have these two never met? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I meant by like the dialogue. Yeah. There's dialogue that doesn't, you know, like, what they at least would know who each other is. Especially if he's so interested in her from day one yeah. and it's established and there's a soccer scene where he plays soccer. How have right. they not communicated? How yeah. has he not made an effort behind Meredith's back to go talk to her? I'll, in my head, I just keep, in two years, you at least mm-hmm. don't know who yeah. the other person is. How do these friends not have classes together, too? Right, exactly. <sighs> anyway, Meredith pulls her dog out of her bag and causes the dog to run up the steps and trip Chloe, which causes her to spill her tray of food over the edge of the steps, causing it to fall on Jade. Pratt falls. Yes. As Jade walks backwards, she yells at Chloe, but then finds herself falling in a trash can and rolling down a ramp. She accidentally throws her spaghetti lunch on Sasha, <laughs> who then trips on a skateboard and throws her food on Yasmin. Damn, that looked good, too. Yeah. They all start a food fight and throwing barbs at each other. Because everybody has to do everything these girls do, this starts pandemonium in a school-wide food fight. Yeah. The four girls all slam food on one another and find themselves around the principal's bus. He has this, there's this big bust of the principal. Yeah. Um, and they all find themselves around it, uh, and they bump into the bus and it falls and shatters. The principal conveniently walks up asking who the culprits are and Meredith points to the four former friends and they're all sentenced to detention. I think it's pretty obvious cause they're all laid out next to a shattered statue. Exactly. And they all make a terrible effort to try and catch it. They're not yeah. even close. Yeah. Um, so now the four girls are, they're, they're like, they're, they're being catty towards yeah. one another because if we're gonna if we're gonna say how vapid and shallow yeah. girls are, they're catty yeah. too. Uh, you don't have a dad or a yeah. bank account. Exactly. Yeah. They, they again they throw shade and everything, yeah. and then Yasmin you know says that's enough. Yasmin blames the schism and their friendship because of the clicks, mm-hmm. which that's not entirely the case. Yeah, she said it's clicks. That's just how high school yeah, works. Like, and it's like, nah, it's not. Yeah, that's deflecting the fact that you all were really tight knit as yeah. friends, and they would have, and if you were, you would have made a made a bare minimum effort to stay in yeah. touch and balance your friend there, groups. There were cliques in high school, but they were not this specific. Yeah. I also bugged me when she said, you know, you and Jade, you with the science geeks. She's like, hey, they're not geeks. They're really interesting people. And Yasmin's like, see, I wouldn't have known that if we didn't hang out. It's like, maybe you shouldn't just judge them anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah. Uh, strike two, Yasmin. Yeah. They all have a heart to heart and are friends again. Meredith and her friends are in her dad's office watching the girls hug out, hug it out and make it up and make up in the, t- the, 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 the tension room Blah. she is furious and blames cameron for schmoozing with chloe she keeps going on and on about mm-hmm. sabotaging the girls and then pulls out a thumb drive we get a sinister musical sting and her friends freak out who cares yeah um yasmin is jumping on her bed while in a robe and a green face mask singing that Mex- that classic mexican standard la cucaracha <laughs> exactly. again stereotyping and um and culturally appropriating yeah. this is the start of when I was talking about once they become friends again, this scene, it's almost like a switch is flipped. Yeah. And and I was sitting there 
and I had a headache. Yeah. Well, the dialogue delivery, I think this was supposed to be, um, I think Nick DiRamio pointed out, I think this mm-hmm. was supposed to be an animated movie. Right. And that, that's true. Yeah. And Nick DiRamio. Nick DiRamio. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but YouTuber Nick, Nick, Nick DiRamio. DiRamio. Yeah. Uh, but he pointed out, I think this was supposed to be an animated yeah, movie. Yeah, it was. Which line delivery in this scene and now we're all friends again that's the it thing it sounds like one of those talking dolls yeah the dialogue the situations the voices it all just became super grating and even yeah. though up to this point i'm like it, it was it was almost it was almost digestible up to this point mm-hmm. like the whole everything the way you know, the the sound everything yeah. but then it just was like it gave me a headache it's like that scene in dumb and dumber where harry is all happy driving to go yeah. meet with mary and then all of a sudden the Brrr. laxative kicks in like, yeah. yeah exactly like that's how it felt yeah and then it became a slog to get through yeah but Yasmin is dancing and singing around, singing around, singing and dancing around like an idiot. And her yeah. bubby joins in. Her brother yeah. records it on his flip phone. I, I, I literally went, okay, that's yeah, enough. So, bubby <laughs> asks what her deal is. And Yasmin says her BFFs forever, minus the last two years, are a squad again. <laughs> and, they're going, and they're going to buck the social construct of their school. Bubby says Yasmin and her friends are perfect and everything will always turn out right for yeah. them. And they talk to everyone and totally are the girls that will make a difference because they're excellent and fashionable in every conceivable way. And, but, the, and, the, movie cont- and the movie does nothing to uh, detract from this. That's yeah. exactly what happens. But she can't do it without a slammy new pair of shoes. You can't make a difference in anything looking like a pathetic hobo. Yeah. Yasmin is jacked about the new kicks, and her bubby <laughs> says, "And her bubby says they ain't cheap. Pay up, chica." <laughs> Yasmin pulls two chocolates from Bubby's ears. Those chocolates. Bubby is excited by the trick she already pulled earlier in the movie, <laughs> and the two hug after Bubby puts the chocolate pieces in her bosom. <laughs> We then see the girls in a retail environment, and they're all beaming about being together and shopping. Oh, Yasmin, my God. Yasmin says two years is like forever and asks what the haps has been. They all answer same old, same old. Yeah. Yasmin says she's been writing music, but they can't hear it. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> they talk more about how the clicks are to- had to- tore them. It's the clicks fault that tore them yeah. apart. Yeah. And Jay turns her head and sees shaggy to deaf Dylan walking around the mall. <laughs> he walks around like he stole something and is trying to remain inconspicuous. <laughs> <He does. laughs> Jade and Sasha objectify him and Dylan gives a look in their direction then quickly looks away. The girls scream at the fact that he's eyeballing oh Yasmin. I'm getting a headache just thinking yeah, about so, it. So let me carry you through, pal. <laughs> yes. Yasmin, Thank you. Sa- Yasmin says no way and then drops this gem of logic he's never asked me out he always gives me a look of contempt and he doesn't even remember my name he isn't to me that's the what type of backwards ass rationale is that the, the that's the type of like mental manipulation that they push in the in these kinds of movies or that mm-hmm. kids grow up like emotional mental manipulation it's like oh well he's never interacted with me so he must be in love with me that leads to stalkers yeah like people get arrested because mm-hmm. they start with that little grain of thinking this reminds me of what the uh the iconic talking Malibu Stacy once said, <laughs> don't ask me, I'm just a girl. <laughs> exactly. Back at school, they make a pact to not let their cliques break them apart again and just be friends because they want to be friends. However, they snub their other groups to stick together. And once again, the whole culture of the school is predicated on these girls' relationships with one another. It's just how I don't like they could be saying nothing and it was like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody awkwardly stares at them as they sit down for lunch because these perfect angels think their shit (laughs) smells like roses. And how dare they think they can disrupt the school class system? 
They decide they will cross-pollinate with other cliques and unite them through what the hell else? Fashion, you silly goose. Yeah. At least at this point, they're not freshmen anymore. They're upperclassmen. Right. Well, so. yeah. Sasha and Yasmin, at least, think the only way to change somebody is on the outside, which I think encapsulates this vapid and vain, these vapid mm-hmm. and vain characters. Yeah. Jane walks... Jane? Jade <laughs> walks into class and is greeted by King Geek Dexter, who was the one who, who questioned her science credentials at the beginning, but had, but, had, but have been chummy ever since she created those explosives. <laughs> uh, there is a jock who goes up to Geek Boy, Dexter, and asks him why Jade is talking to him. Dexter says Jade is his lab partner slash pal. Jock Boy doesn't believe it, and he starts making a pass at Jade. Dexter stands up for her, which pleases Jade. Jock Boy nudges Dexter and asks what he's going to do about it. Dexter starts doing these strange flailing motions yeah. and gets in, gets in an odd karate stance, which is supposed to be funny. It's, it's not. not. It's not without the standard waz. Wah! Yeah. <laughs> karate Kid 3. Yeah. Wah! <laughs> uh, the, jo- the jock is confused, and then Dexter assaults him, kicks him in the groin, and then yeah. judo, to- judo tosses him, putting him in an arm lock. Jock Boy asks if Dexter ever thought about playing football, which I would thoroughly enjoy watching uh, Dexter get squashed. Not a lot of need for groin kicks and judo flips on the gridiron. <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna, I was like, how, why did you ask him that? How does this translate to football? Just because you can do this doesn't mean you'd be mm-hmm. good at football. Also, at one point, they, uh, like Meredith and her ilk, mm-hmm. are watching this girl's MySpace video yeah, for the my, talent show. MySpace is makes, brought a big up presence And in Nick DiRamio, who we'll, we mentioned a few times, he's this YouTube, he's a great YouTube commentator, and he did a video. Uh, about critiquing this movie and the best riff he had was it was clear it, they were clearly watching a real myspace video of someone who probably won a contest yeah. to be in this movie yep. and i was like that's exactly what it looks like because mm-hmm. it doesn't fit with everything else in this movie mm-hmm. and they're like she's amazing yeah and she really wasn't she no, really I was, wasn't i was that like good. how many like myspace 2007 i yeah. think it was like it was it, it was, was and popularity was waning yeah on myspace dying days we then see Jade cross-click contribution as we then see Jade's cross-click contribution as she teaches the football team basic math. Yeah. We get a shot of the jock who got thrown around by Dexter, showing Jade he got a C. Other jocks hoot and holler around Jade, praising the genius mathematician fashionista. Next, we see Chloe not contributing anything to any other group, and she is just playing soccer. She's practicing her kicks, and Cameron leaves his practice to help her practice. So Chloe, I guess, isn't good at soccer anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, he's trying, like, it wasn't, it was 20 minutes ago that she was doing flips on throw-ins, bicycle, bicycle kick. kicks, but now he thinks that he can teach her how to kick a soccer ball. He couldn't afford the uh, the double that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and this also comes in where I mentioned earlier to where it's the same people from two years prior in their different groups, and I'm like, weren't i thought like the head cheerleader was like a senior and yeah. she's still a cheerleader and like the soccer goalie that became friends with uh uh chloe Sasha. or yeah. Chloe. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah everyone in their groups there's like no upperclassmen so mm-hmm. it's like so was everyone freshmen i don't i don't why are they still there if it's two years is later everybody dumb yeah meredith sees this exchange and is none too pleased cameron gets in goal telling chloe to let her rip Chloe asks him if he's sure. She isn't used to kicking the ball in the net when someone else is tending goal, apparently. (laughs) Anywho, she kicks the ball into his stomach, and he falls into a crumpled heap onto the ground, as if he wasn't expecting that would happen. Right. It's supposed to further show that she's a klutz, but that's not really klutzy. But she's also good at soccer, so it's like... We then get a shot of Meredith and her friends maxing and relaxing out by the pool. 
Meredith is thinking of ways to get power and popularity back. Meredith says that she's going to throw another Sweet 16 to gain her power back and reinstate the clicks. And yeah. she's going to have MTV cover it, which Nick Taramio pointed out that yes. if she's so rich and her mom knows the producer exactly. on MTV, why would they not have covered her first Sweet 16 birthday party? Right. And exactly. why this one? Yeah. And also, and I guess that this is the joke, but it's mm-hmm. like, why does it have to, why can't you just throw a big birthday party? Why does it have to be a Sweet yeah, why 16? Does it, but I yeah. guess that's the joke that, yeah. oh, she's... Just it's because she's or just so a big bash party, or yeah, exactly. Just a theme like a circus theme party. And if her mom is... knows the producers of MTV, just come have them film it. Yeah, uh, she did. No, but like oh. no, I mean like you can still come have them oh, film yeah, it. Oh just like it a doesn't big... have to be a sweet yeah. sixteen. Yeah, yeah, some like special or something and like also, that. And also, her dad's a high school principal. Why do they have this gigantic mansion? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I guess don't... mom is the breadwinner. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Uh, so she wants to gain her power back and reinstate the clicks. And if you're not in a click, you're not invited. Then one of her friends says, yeah, no clicky, no ticky, which is racist. <laughs> yes, it That's is. That's incredibly racist. Yeah, it's it's based off no ticky, no laundry. Yeah. And it's meant to, uh, you know, uh, it's meant to basically, it's it, Asian people would it's, say it at their laundromats and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's meant to make fun of Asian people. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Meredith's brother shows up and starts hitting on Meredith. Yasmin's brother shows up and starts hitting on Meredith's younger sister, who's like 11. Yeah, they're in ballet class together. Yeah, Meredith's younger sister was established earlier. Like, there's a lot of bullshit showing, like, Meredith at her her house. I did not care. Like, listen, this was exhausting. And anything I can cut that, like, I didn't think of off the top of my head, I was going to cut. Yeah. But she's like, she's like this... As opposed to her sister, she's like a wise-cracking little yeah. kid. Yeah, and Yasmin's brother's like 14 or 15. Yeah, he's, he's a freshman, and he's hitting on an he's 11-year-old, pervy, which is gross. Um, and he takes ballet classes with elementary school girls. Yeah. He says something about being small and athletic-looking he, or something. He, he's like, that, like huh? it's a great place to pick up chicks, small and athletic type. It's hot. Yeah. I'm like, it, that's disgusting. And, and maybe it's not all element. Maybe it's like a mixed class. I'm sure there are teenagers in there, but oh, still, yeah. if Meredith's sister is in there, it has to be anywhere from 10 to 10. 10-year-olds to, yeah, early She teenagers. is the object of his lust. Exactly, which is gross. Yeah. Meredith schemes to use Yasmin's brother against her. She pretends to be interested in knowing him and pretends to like Yasmin. Brother boy jumps in the pool fully <laughs> Brother clothed. Brother boy. <laughs> Brother boy jumps in the pool fully clothed and swims over to Meredith. He shows her Yasmin's embarrassing dancing dancing with Bubby video, and Meredith whips out her thumb drive. Cue sinister music sting. Meredith's that we had earlier. Yeah. Um, Meredith sticks the thumb drive into the flip phone somehow and downloads the video. Meredith makes an announcement about her party and everybody in the school is invited. This is the next day. Yeah. It's not everybody <laughs> didn't just show up at her house all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Although a lot of things are convenient for the plot. If, oh, yeah. You know, even if they don't make sense even before. Even Dylan's deafness. Yes. Uh, it's only used in the plot when we want to... Um, when we want to make these girls out to be saints. Yeah. Um, Meredith makes an announcement about her party and everybody in the school is invited. Everybody in the school is invited. Literally every single, even, and it's true. Even like the, the questionable looking adult gang, it looks like where the, the, the yeah. quote unquote teenagers have neck tattoos. Yeah. Cause they show that briefly. Right. Um, that's also but, confusing. Cause it's like, it's, it seems like, I guess she's not like outwardly, uh, outwardly trying to distance herself from like weird groups is I guess she's just she trying just to wants power. Yeah. She just wants to control the school through clicks. Yeah. Which I guess she had had control since she was a freshman. Was there no, 
Maybe <sighs> she was a sophomore and she's a senior now. I don't I don't know. Either it's to, it's to be believed she was a sophomore at the beginning of the movie, but then there's things said like where he's like, "Oh, we'll do it uh, next year." And she was like, she's like, "I'll be a senior." It's like, yeah. I'm no, graduating. Wouldn't you have been yeah. great? Also, if uh, congratulations, if, if they give the scholarship to Chloe at the end, like we kind of hinted at, yeah. she's going to be a senior next year. What does she need a scholarship? Like, yeah, you have, you may have, you could go for a sports does that, scholarship. Does that roll over? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So yeah, everybody in the school is invited, but they have to be in their cliques at the party. The girls are not pleased, but they don't plan on sticking to this. Um. Because they all like balloons, and you have to pop your balloon yeah. to see what click you're in. Which don't they already have pre-established clicks? Yeah. Also, th- this is to, it's to be believed that the the girl that the brats yeah in one quick scene of them barely doing anything to help anybody out yeah. like in like except like with their like one person with braces yeah. with their makeup or the soccer goalie with high heels or whatever the hell. It's to be believed now that the school is united. Yeah. Again. Because there's things that they say earlier, hint that it was like, well, there's clicks again. What, what can we do to yeah. unite the school again? Right. Nothing indicated that they were united. I don't know. Also, who gives a shit if your fucking school's united? <laughs> Get there, do your shit, and leave. <laughs> that God. Thing. Yeah, I just, I don't, when people put so much stock in being involved at school, it's like, just go do your classes and leave. Who gives a shit? This, this is four years, and then you're on to literally bigger and better things we had our dad taught at our high school and he anytime there was assembly or school-wide thing he like you guys aren't going to that shit like he would find a way to sneak us into his classroom and every now and then we would have a couple of our buddies who were like hey can you sneak me in there with you and we would it was a good time yeah it was fun Uh, so i never went any of that stupid shit i don't care um so so apparently the girls are they don't like meredith but they're gonna go still no so well so the balloons were to see who was gonna be there i thought and they didn't get invited and so they were just gonna why are they shopping for meredith's party oh that's the next shopping scene that's true like the girls are shopping for meredith super sweet 16 chloe laments she doesn't have a pretty dress like the other girls because the girls are talking about what they're gonna wear that's true sasha says she has two guilt certificates which we mentioned earlier yes one from her mom and one from her dad and chloe can use one isn't it great having divorced parents yeah and she even makes the joke divorced parents aren't all bad which continues the trend of the selfish and self-absorbed attitude of these main characters yeah they see chloe throw a middle-aged woman over a table for like a dress or something yeah yeah, um, yeah, we then get another montage of the girls shopping and going about town. At a makeup store, they're all trying on makeup while a group of random children, probably orphans, mm-hmm. <laughs> stand right next to them watching the girls put on their makeup. It would be funny if the girls are, are dressed modern, but the kids are dressed like they're from Oliver Twist. <laughs> yep. The girls look at the kids, then each other, and then we see them giving the little girls makeovers. In another store, like you had mentioned, Chloe's having a tug of war with a middle-aged woman with a middle-aged woman over like a shirt. Yeah. Um, the force of the pulling sends the one person sends the woman flying over the table, and instead of seeing if the person is okay, Chloe's like, "Oops, I'm just a klutz." But then like Jade <laughs> comes up and next next to her and says, "Mall hath no fury like a shopper scorn," and she's like, "Yep." And she's like, "I'm proud of you." It's like, oh, God, you guys, you guys suck. are literally the worst. So there's more stupid bullshit with Meredith. Um, I made the note here. The writers really don't know how to write a character 
like Meredith, like a villain. Yeah. I mean, I'm not asking for an in-depth character study, right. but at least something that isn't so overtly ham-fisted. The only way they know how to write opposition to the main characters is to make someone who is just as self-absorbed and obnoxious as the fashion-obsessed main girls yeah. just make it more apparent over the top and in your face. It took no thought or creativity. This movie has zero likable characters, and I know Meredith is supposed to be one of them, but the most annoying thing about her is how lazily she was written. Ch- I, I Actually, I do have a note that says Chelsea Kane's actually one of the shining spots in this I mean, movie. Like, she, she, like her she, actual performance. You can tell she's a good actress. The, the character itself, though. Oh, like, yeah. It, I wanna, is what I'm talking about. It's like how on, like how do we make a a a nasty yeah catty it's, girl character put every on the nose every trope of the stuck up you mm-hmm. know popular rich There's girl nothing who, creative about who wants it. power and wants control over everything yeah. and everyone yeah. yeah in between the scenes of the friends shopping meredith is auditioning acts for the show that are clearly terrible the acts are only admitted to make her look better in comparison mm-hmm. at chloe's house there is a large spread of ingredients on an island table in the kitchen she asks what all this is for and turns around to see her mom knocked out on the couch. She goes over and <laughs> sugar, says... Sugar, sugar rush. <laughs> or or sh- sugar coma. Yes. <laughs> Monox- carbon monoxide. <laughs> she goes over and says she's burning up. Her mom's burning up. Yeah. Her mom wakes up and starts frantically talking about how she needs to make this food because she's a caterer and this is the biggest party of her career. And they're poor, although they live in a nice house and Chloe has nice clothes. Yes. Chloe tells her... Chloe sounds like clothes. I just realized that. <laughs> Chloe Maybe tells that's her... that's why. Yeah. Tells her to go rest. She'll take care of it. Mom says, okay, but wake her up because this party is make or break, baby. <laughs> Chloe says she will. She then gets on the computer chat with the girls and says she needs them. They all run to her aid, no questions asked. Chloe says they have to make this food, to which Sasha vocalizes her ineptitude in the kitchen. No way, Jose. Yeah. Jade says they can do it, and then makes some humorous reference. I didn't get why it was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> they like, it was delivered and then reacted like it was supposed to be a yeah, joke. Yeah, I was like, I, compl- I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't like, I, I, remember I remember the time being like, what is that in reference to? <laughs> yeah. But I was so far gone that I didn't care to remember or even go back. Yeah. Uh, and we get another montage of the girls making treats. It only would have been good if they used the song from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> you got <laughs> to put one foot in front of the other, put the other foot down, down, down. Anyway, Chloe's mom walks in after time has passed and is irritated Chloe didn't wake her up. However, she finds that the perfect girls created a perfect spread without any issue in the kitchen, which goes to show it is no use to present a shortcoming if you don't follow up and is magically resolved. These girls face no adversity outside of petty, shallow, occasional bickering about things they could have been rectified with a little bit of effort and communication. But hey, I guess it's too much to ask of girls whose world is filtered through how glamorous everything is. Exactly. It's kind of like... How the babysitters, the babysitters club, like mm-hmm. everyone loves them, but there's actual conflict in yeah. the babysitters club. The neighbor doesn't like them. That's true. But the neighbor is just, we see how justified the neighbor is and yeah. the girls try and make it up to her. They yeah. don't think they're better than her. Right. Just when everything is hunky-dory, mom gets a call that her entire serving staff can't make it. How convenient. Yeah, is that on the same bus that crashed or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't worry. The saviors are here to get you out of the jam. The girls volunteer. Mom is apprehensive as she tells them it's Meredith's party. Chloe browbeats her mom, but mom comes back with it's a big gig and she's got to make her nut. And if they're supposed to be poor, mommy can't be choosy with job opportunities. True. The girls understand and quickly stick to their commitment. Yasmin then says those famous last words, how bad could it be? 
And then they're, yeah. Cue to them caked and draped in makeup and trappings of clown. <laughs> Which they're concerned with how they look, but it's like no one knows nobody it's you. Knows, yeah, nobody knows you're there. But they have to find another way to create a scenario where all eyes are on the brats. Exactly. So. Meredith then starts being demeaning towards the girls and telling them that they better not screw this up. After Meredith leaves, Mom says they can they can back out. What's plan B, Mom? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the girls decide to stick with it, and they find a way to get through. Can you guess what Jade suggests? Take a wild guess. Fashion. Fashion. Through a makeover. Yeah. We see even ex- Next, we see an extravagant party out back with a DJ, MTV, tents, hundreds of people. <laughs> DJ MTV. <laughs> this is DJ MTV. <laughs> he's a BJ. Yes. Uh, you, you can tell he works for MTV because he's wearing an MTV shirt. Yes. Which you know everyone at MTV wears an MTV shirt when exactly. they're filming. Exactly. This is Martha Quinn, and if you didn't know, I worked for MTV. Here's my big MTV yeah, shirt. Exactly. Now, Faith No More. Yeah. Uh, a DJ MTV. Yeah. Not DJ MTV. Uh, <laughs> tents, hundreds of people, and Meredith riding in on an elephant. She takes the stage, thanking everyone for giving her attention. Then everyone's attention gets turned to the girls who are now in totally different clown costumes, quote-unquote. Yeah. They're sans embarrassing makeup and glamorized to look like one of those quote-unquote sexy clown Halloween costumes. Not as like, not as like, um... Not like bikinis and Yeah, stuff. exactly. Not like crop tops and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. But it's like, they're definitely they're more fashionable they're clowns. They're more fashionable clowns, like Tim Curry's portrayal of Pennywise. <laughs> exactly. Um, when I Kiss see- me, fat boy! <laughs> Why why can't we have that? Why do you need a scary Pennywise? (laughs) Exactly. These girls are not role models. They show if you're pretty and and listen. I know we've already gone. We've done a lot of. um, And there's a lot more bemoaning of things. Um, But I I wrote this and I took time to think about it. So (laughs) these girls, I want to also hammer home again. These girls are not role models. They show if you're pretty and fashionable, everybody will look at you and love you and idolize you. At least the toys didn't try to hide how vapid they were. Yeah. This movie tries so hard to have moments where these girls are quote unquote charitable and have inner beauty, but it's all gets drowned out by this premium put on vanity and that and that's what makes you better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. At least Meredith is up front about it. I think this idea is much more deeply rooted in the main girls. This idea of like I want ever yeah. all this attention on you because they seem like they don't want it, but I think it's more deeply rooted yeah. and it comes out through subtext in unconscious ways. But like always, everybody's drooling over the girls and it pisses off Meredith. Yeah. As they walk through serving, Meredith's younger sister says she hates Meredith too and the girls look like rock stars. <laughs> also, there's another instance where Yasmin's brother, aged 14, is hitting on Meredith's sister, aged 11. Yes. Gross. Also, another instance of John Voight giving stilted and awkward line delivery, which I theorize isn't so much a character decision, but I think it's really John Voight having trouble remembering his lines. Yes. To get the attention back, Meredith starts a self-aggrandizing song and dance number. I wonder if she knows that and that nobody likes people like this. No. And people don't stick to their cliques because of you. They're around, they're around like-minded people, but also they... F- I guess yeah. there's this innate fear of change that people yeah. have. Of course people, of course she doesn't realize yeah. that. That's the character. Um, it, but it's not because that you maintain some sort of order. Anyway, she sets out to embarrass, after this whole yeah. shindig, this shebang here, she sets out to embarrass Yasmin by calling her up to sing. 
Yasmin goes up after being encouraged by others because everybody loves her. Yasmin chokes off, chokes and runs off. Yeah. Meredith then shows the embarrassing video of Yasmin and her grandma dancing like idiots. This backfires yeah, as, no, as, no nobody, effect. as nobody is allowed to laugh at or make fun of one of our main characters, and they are never in the wrong, and everybody loves them so much that all the cliques will work together to return the tables on Meredith's scheme. Yeah. Why would anybody give an actual shit about two popular people's beef with one another? Right. I maintain that nobody is the hero in the grand scheme. None of the main girls are the bigger person and tell Meredith that we don't need to settle our squabble with a grand spectacle. But nope, they go with it because although they play innocent, they secretly love attention. It's true. This is very true. Anyway, Meredith's plan backfires as yes. Shaghead Deaf Boy Dylan gets up and starts a conga line, and the DJ plays a Mexican-inspired hip-hop beat. Meredith takes everyone's attention back and does a magic trick to change her dress. How does he know what's going on in the video? He can't hear it. DJ? No, oh, D- oh. Dylan. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't know what that. the fuck's going on in the video. He can't hear it. He can't read their lips. Vibration. He, he the, can't put his hand down. I can feel the vibrations. <laughs> he's, he's like, uh. Yeah, he's, like, how does he know what's going on? He's deaf. And he can't read the lips. That's a good question, Kimasabi. <laughs> Uh, there's brief amazement at the magic trick Meredith pulls off. Then everyone goes back to not caring. Yeah. Yasmin runs into Dylan and she apologizes for being klutzy. Now taking the only other character trait of one of her friends. <laughs> it's true. She's, they're stealing from each other now. <laughs> she is apologizing so fast. Dylan tells her to slow down. He can't read lips that well. <laughs> You've been deaf for how long? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, in this... Again, like later they're at the lunch table talking about being in the talent show. And I'm like, how is he tracking with this? It's jumping so fast. How can he read each person's lips to know what's going on? The thing I will say is I have heard from deaf people that like there's the thing where people are like, can you hear me? And they really enunciate. Yeah. And deaf people say like, don't do that because yeah. it makes it hard for me to read your lips. Sure. Yeah. And I can imagine somebody talking fast is probably hard too. Yeah. But it's just, it's just, it, it, it rubs me the wrong way. He's like, <laughs> can you hear me? But it's like, uh. But it's like he says, I can't read lips that well. Which, <laughs> if if you've been deaf your whole life, that that's like a superpower. Yeah, is people who've been deaf their whole life that I've heard are like they're like abnormally good at reading lips. Oh yeah, because they, they have, they have to. to. It's life or death. Not because not ever. Well, <laughs> could be because <laughs> not everybody knows sign language. Yeah, so they have to read lips. Exactly. It's just it's just a cutesy little thing to create yeah. chemistry between the yeah, two. Yeah, like whatever. Yasmin and Dylan almost start kissing, but Meredith stops this. And uh, after she does that, it all goes downhill, and her elephant pushes her in the pool, and she vows to get back at those, those. <laughs> Brats! One hour and twenty something minutes into the movie, they they have a name now. Yes, twenty more minutes to go. <laughs> back at school, the ladies lament that the cliques are back. Each girl is stopped by their own respective clique and promptly kicked out. Everybody yeah, is just because they won't de- just because they won't devote their entire yeah. life to yeah. all of it. There, it's like I got kicked off the soccer team because I won't hang out with them. Uh, that's not why you would. Because you won't hang out with them? Can you still play soccer? Okay, cool. You're still on the soccer yeah. team. Who gives a shit? As it's established later on, you all are not keeping to your... You're probably not right. showing up to soccer practice. Soccer is not all year, too. This is true. Actually, yeah. we'll... I got kicked off the to, soccer well, team until next year. To get technical, <laughs> girls' soccer, at least when we were, we went to school, girls' soccer tends to be in the spring. Yeah. So I will also say... The girls' soccer team was practicing at the beginning of the year, their freshman yeah. year. It's not all year. 
Yeah. These things do not last all year. Yeah. Um, but everybody is dumb and this movie is stupid. <laughs> That's true. The girls and Dylan sit at a table talking about, again, what an issue the clicks are. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, what is said next is the most damning evidence against these girls. The most glaringly obvious example of how self-absorbed, and I know we've used that a lot, these <sighs> girls are, if for some reason you didn't see it before, I present to you the smoking gun. <laughs> they suggest the only way the school can be united again is if they win the talent show. Uh, 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 Messiah complex. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Sometimes sociopaths and people and people with complexes, they want you to see one side of them, but it's mentally they mentally exhaust themselves because they have to keep track. Yeah. of like ways oh, yeah. that they're not showing you themselves, but sometimes they slip up. And here's a slip up. Oh, but don't worry. The saintly girls plan to give the scholarship prize to the lowly Chloe. Yeah, low, the, to the poor one. Oliver Twist needs money. Exactly. They all suggest they use their various talents to make an epic performance, quote unquote. This calls for Yasmin to sing. She is hesitant, but Deaf Dylan says he'll spin for her. Yeah. Um, on a turntable, not stand up and go, look what I can do. And <laughs> jump and spin. Are you inspired yet? Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 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 or like curly, like woo, 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 woo like yeah. on the ground. <laughs> I'll spin for you. <laughs> oh, here, watch this. Here's, can... my, here's my talent. You can use it. Watch. <laughs> jump up and spin. Want me to do it again? <laughs> yes. That's okay, Dylan. But yeah. they can't, but he he can't hear them because he's he, faced away. He's with their frantic speech patterns. He's it's. I'm surprised he's not like, <laughs> like trying to keep track. Yeah. Because the because they're talking about the talent show and their frantic speech patterns. I can imagine it takes a little longer to read each one of their lips mm -hmm. as the conversation fires from person to person. But no, he's tracking perfectly. Yeah. Yasmin says this he's is not all deaf. Yeah. Yes. Found out about you. You're not <laughs> deaf. Yasmin says the only issue is they don't have a name. Chloe comes up to them and asks how her fellow brats are doing. The girls and Dylan all cheer and say, brats it is. Yeah. And also, how do, how do we know Dylan was looking at Chloe so that he could be like, yeah, brats. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's perfect. He's like, what he are could, you all saying? He could have been looking, looking down, catching his breath from that jumping and spinning. <laughs> exactly. Again, when they want to make a cutesy joke about him not being able to read lips that fast before he kisses her... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's convenient for that, but when when you're moving this dialogue around, no one that that detail that he's deaf is not taken in, mm -hmm. into consideration. Yeah, cue a preparation montage for the girls and a montage of Meredith picking shit acts. It all sucks and is painfully unfunny. And I don't care. The girls do not look like they get any better at dancing. No, either. they're all none of them are dancers. Yeah, although at the end the choreography looks fine, but yeah. like still. Sasha then comes home at the end of the montage. Uh, montage over. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And her dad asks what the hell she's doing home. It's mom's day to have her, and he was getting ready to take his pants off after his chess game. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sasha says, oh, bollocks, mate. <laughs> I forgot because I'm so tired from show rehearsal. It's an inside joke. I won't yeah, explain. Yeah. Um, oh, bollocks, mate. Um, dad says, no sweat. He'll call mom and let her know. Then he praises Sasha and her friends for putting their differences aside and reuniting, which is a sentiment better suited like an hour ago. The world revolves around them. Yes, the different world revolves around yes, them. That's true. Kadeem Hardison was in a different world yes, in the like, late 80s. I think we mentioned that earlier. Yes. It's like, uh, so he says that, in, but his is like so like 
ambiguous that yeah. it could have applied. It should have applied to later in the movies. Yeah. Or not later, earlier in the movie. Yeah. Whatever, we need every parent to recognize how perfect their daughters and their friends are. Yeah. Just in case it wasn't drilled into the audience head yet. Meredith schemes some more, including calling Yasmin and blackmailing her by saying if the girls don't drop out of the show, she'll start a dirty rumor that Chloe's mom swiped her valuables during her birthday bash. Yasmin concedes to protect her friend. Cut to the girls' last rehearsal. Yasmin walks in, and the girls are excited to show her new mo- show her their new moves. But Yasmin shuts them down and pretends to be disinterested in the show, for, or th- disinterested in the show, or in them, or the movie for that matter. Yes, they are all pissed. Chloe said she's about to get kicked off the soccer team, and Jade said her grades are dropping because of their commitment to each other and not the show. That makes sense. Or to commitment to each other and the show, that but makes not sense. to the school. Yeah, yeah. However, that's that's on them. Like no, that's not Yasmin's fault. They have fault. terrible time management yeah. skills. Yeah, um, you're not practicing during the school day. Mm-hmm. Everybody storms off, though. I also want to point out that Dylan... Dylan storms off. I, I have a note. When Yasmin tells the girls she is dropping out and they get mad and storm off, so does Dylan. But Yasmin was too far away for him to read her lips, and the other girls' backs were to him, so he couldn't read their lips either. Yeah. So they storm off, and he storms off like in solidarity, like, yeah, you, you let us down, and not like... Wait, where's everyone going? going? Where's everyone also, going? The way he te- he works the turntables is the closest table to him. He's yeah. spinning and he has his hand on the speaker the whole time. But what if the table? What if? What if you have to switch? Has, what if your other like part of the table is too far away and you can't keep your hand on the speaker? Yeah, exactly. The ladies and Dylan storm off, and we cut to Yasmin crying in Bobby's lap, and they have words, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> Just get to the talent yeah. show. The other three are helping Chloe's mom pick a dress for the show, and Chloe says, hey, dummy, I thought we told you we're not going. Mom says, uh, why not? And then the, they probably repeat themselves by saying Yasmin dropped out. Maybe this is the first they're saying it because communication is terrible and information is only given at convenient times for the lazy storytelling. Yep. Mom says that isn't like her, and there must be a reason. Instead of knowing their friend and coming to this conclusion themselves after Yasmin's uncharacteristic behavior, they think Chloe's mom is on to something. Cut to Yasmin calling Sasha and saying they need to talk. Sasha (sighs) says, we're already here, and Yasmin gives them the skinny. Behind you! Yeah. (laughs) They're all pissed at Meredith, but decide to storm the talent show anyway. Uh, oh, I skipped a part where they like the three Chloe, Sasha, and Jade all yeah. take their name off the talent show list, which yeah. means they're not in the talent show. So there's a part where Meredith says, "I'm sorry, they're not in the talent because like different world." Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kadeem. Kadeem jumps up and he's like, "Hey, they're here. Let them perform. They practice." She's like, "They're not in the talent show though." And and then, so they shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. And Sasha's to like, win don't, the prize. Like, don't talk to my parents like that. You show them respect." It's like, "Uh, she's right though. You're not in the talent they show. They disqualified themselves." So yeah, go do your little performance, but you're not allowed to win because exactly. you're not in the talent show. But no, let's all bend to the whim of the brats. This movie sucks. Yeah. I hate this movie. Uh, everything at the show, everything is embarrassing and everyone sucks. Yeah, also, Dorky Dexter is doing an abysmal comedy oh routine. Oh, God. However, like uh, all the whole time I'm thinking, he had a chance to go to Harvard with this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, exactly. That's how absurdly stupid this plot is. Exactly. Beans from Even Stevens could have gone on as Plunger Man. And just a sidebar, um, I always thought Beans was one of the most – uh, abysmally stupid characters in the oh, history he's, of TV. He is, he is and everyone from our generation was like, oh, I love even Steven Beans was so hilarious. Even even when I was the demographic and Beans was supposed to be funny to mm-hmm. me, he was he was so unfunny. Mm-hmm. Just like the Amanda show. That show sucked. I hate that show. Yeah. 
Also, Sasha's parents are there, and so is Bubby. Did no one tell their guardians they are no longer in the show? I I have a note. I was like, why is the entire town at the talent show? Mm-hmm. Like, Who cares? why is this a community event? Why are their parents there if they're yeah. not in the talent yeah, show? Jade, uh, I forgot Jade's parents are there, too. Right. Um, All their but, parents are yeah. there, but they're not even in the talent show. Right. But who cares? Did, did, but do they know that their daughters are not in the talent show? Right. I, why? Who cares about a high school talent show? Who cares? Mm-hmm. If I ever went to a high school talent show, it was because they had it during the day. Yeah. To like during class. I mean, I would get ups. I would get disappointed when they had it at night because I wanted yeah. to go to talent I show. I want to. See, yeah. I I want to because I want to see some of the bad acts. Mm-hmm. Of course, like her Sweet 16 performance, Meredith's talent show performance is incredibly grating and talks about how great she is. And it's just very deliberate. Which is fine for the character, because that's right. the character. It's just annoying, like, because there are ways to write characters who sure. it's not as on the nose, like I'd mentioned before. Yeah, but uh, that compared to the Bratz, it's just... that and, Meredith can do that because that's like her said, character. It's yeah. quote-unquote passable for yeah. Meredith because it's they're so upfront right. about it. Right. While this is going on, a van pulls up in a dark, smoky parking lot. The girls get out and do one of those quote-unquote epic slow walks into the building. I hate those. I don't yeah. care how much I like the movie. Yeah. Those are always yeah. cringy to Mer- me. Yeah, Meredith is done. She tries to expedite the judge's decision. Um, just then, she's about to bask in her... Just when she's about to bask in her victory, the brats bust in and make their presence known. I'm surprised with their godly auras. Nobody, Everybody didn't already sense they were in the parking lot and yeah. on their way in. No, 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 no joke. Yeah. Meredith uses her thumb drive to show dirt on the girls and sabotage them. This doesn't, this has no effect. This doesn't affect anything because these quote unquote other sides she's showing are super inoffensive and continue to show these girls face nothing to overcome. There is a forced message of I am who I am, but this movie is given so many mixed signals. Nothing matters anymore. The movie ends with an unbearable performance by the brats, which is supposed to mix all their styles and interests and include different clicks. But at the end of the day, it's all about showcasing the brats, which bears a striking resemblance, which bears a striking resemblance to something called performative activism. Yeah. The, the background dancers just appear. They know the choreography. Yeah. Even though we didn't see them rehearsing with background dancers, Sasha recruited the cheerleaders at the talent show to participate, and they just have a routine down. A choir shows up, and they know the song. A horn section is yeah, there. I know this is for little girls, but I'm not a little girl, so I will attack it mercilessly. Yeah, exactly. Meredith is voted talent show winner, but the Brats win the scholarship. Right. Chloe gets it, and an MTV executive approaches the girls and offers them the opportunity to perform at the red carpet event. A red carpet event, because of course, the credits roll as we get a horribly mimed performance at a phony-looking event. That's Brats, and I. This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I just I can't get over the fact that a high school talent show, the prize is a scholarship to any college like Mm -hmm. just the logistics of that was overwhelming and making me mad like it just was awful this movie sucked this movie is so terrible i'd rather watch biodome than this movie yeah exactly it's so it's said of these words before vain conceited vapid self-serving self-absorbed yeah um grating obnoxious annoying yeah and there's no, there's little to no value, but keeping in step, Matt, is yeah. there anything good we can pull from this? Um, I actually liked Chelsea Kane. Okay, yeah, I mean um, she's fine, and not and not and not so much liked it, but said okay, she's 
clearly a good actress mm-hmm. and nothing feels forced like the dialogue she's delivering it doesn't feel like she's trying to push it out she's and force a, something. She's, she's a convincing actress yeah. definitely yeah um and and uh the best part was three separate pieces of trivia with just hollywood a-listers who yeah. were apparently considered for john voight's role yeah uh before you get to that i just want to say real quick there were two pretty good lifehouse songs in here was that Lifehouse? Yeah. Okay, I was like, this sounds familiar, but it's probably not like Lifehouse. The thing is, there's a couple songs in here that, again, it's very peripheral because, yeah. like we said at the beginning, 2007, when this movie came out, was on our 16th birthday. So yeah. we were in high school. We were these yeah. girls' age. So we were around kind of the music and the culture of the time. So peripherally, some of the songs yeah. kind of like pulled at me a little bit, not like emotionally, yeah. but just like, I was like, yeah. oh, I like this William Chloe's yeah. trying for the soccer team. High, like this is not a bad high song. school in two thousand seven looked like that. I know what that looks like because mm-hmm. I was in high school in two thousand seven. Yeah, exactly. Um, so IMDb in the trivia mm-hmm. has three separate pieces of trivia with different names mm-hmm. of people of men who were considered. And at the at when I, I got to the third paragraph, I was like, okay, they're fucking with me. Yeah. Like this, this someone put this as a joke because I'm waiting to see like Kermit the Frog right. in there. Because at first I was like, oh, Tom Hanks, Ed Harris, Jeff Bridges, Alec Baldwin, Pierce Brosnan, Tim Allen, Tommy Lee Jones, John Travolta, Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, George Clooney, Kurt Russell were considered to play Principal Dimley. And I was like, I don't think that's true. Tom Hanks probably knows about the movie yeah. because his son's in the movie. Yeah. And then there was another, Sylvester Stallone, Kevin Pollack, Craig T. Nelson, Kelsey Grammer, Woody Harrelson, Andy Garcia. I was like, you're just naming people. Yeah. Now. Like, it's it's one of those things to where you think of an idea, like, as a kid. Yeah. And you're like, I want to have Sylvester Stallone. And it's, like, it's literally just the person, Sean McNamara, or whoever's casting me, like, just writing down male actors' names, mm-hmm. like Hollywood A-listers. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, it's one thing to consider it, but I doubt 90% of those names, and there's way more names. So I was like, 90% of these names probably never saw anything about it come across their desk, yeah. or their agent I'm never sure, saw anything about it. I'm sure it. As their agent are pretty good geek gatekeepers, and if yeah. they see something that says Bratz the yeah. movie, they'd be like, I'm not giving them this script. They probably received the script, and that they, they were well, considered they for it. were sent the script. Who knows if they ever saw it. Right, but I mean, like, for the casting department, right. just sending it, they can say, well, Sylvester Stallone was considered for John. John Voight got this because he's in these kinds of movies, because mm-hmm. he doesn't turn down these kinds of roles, because he needs money. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he can't He can't keep, you know, giving up his LeBaron for Kramer to exactly. buy. Um, or no, not Kramer, George. George bought it. Yeah, 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 George bought it. And it wasn't even the right John Voight. No. No, the periodontist. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of Brian Cranston was also uh, apparently considered. Brian Cranston at this time is, I think, more. So I mean, Kevin Pollock was one of the names too, and I was like, I could have seen that. Or like James Woods was one of the names. I "I could have seen that too. uh, It's just they probably got further with those guys than Sylvester Stallone. They (laughs) made the choice to never be involved or have any connection to this movie. Mm -hmm. We obviously did not make that choice yeah uh, who's let who's the real loser here this is true not you all because yes. thank you for listening thank you until the next time the house lights are up the film's off the reel you don't have to go home but you can't stay here we'll see you next time